0: Hey, everyone. You're listening to the Hot Master Beer Review and Home Brewing Podcast. Everything here covered here. The Hot Master. Keep on hopping. what's happening the hot master coming at you from the podcast episode one today uh, we're gonna be talking about all flavors in beer and the possible causes And uh, we're going to get into that. I can tell you from experience that I have messed up enough homebrew batches to experience some of these off flavors. Actually, I've fucked up quite a few batches. There's uh, so many that I don't know where to start. So we're just going to cover a few of the uh, major ones, the ones I believe to be most common. Uh, The first one we'll be talking about is skunked beer. Anything about uh, the smell, the taste of being skunked. Yes, when I say skunked. Uh, we're talking about Pepe Le Pew kind of skunk. Uh, you drink Heineken, you drink Rolling Rock, even uh, Bex. Uh, just about anything in a green or a clear bottle will skunk. The main reason is light being able to pass through the bottle. Uh, there's a chemical reaction with hops that we put in the beer. Um, it's basically irreversible. It sucks. I've done this before recently with just two batches because I'm not used to putting my beer into clear carboys, i've always used buckets as the fermenters long and behold they were out in the light a little bit regular household light should have covered them with a blanket or a paper bag uh but i didn't and it is what it is got a little bit of the skunky uh smell going on in the airlock gonna keep the beer anyway gonna keg it and uh, learn from this mistake like i said uh clear bottles, green bottles are the devil. Uh bottling anything getting bottled should be in a a brown bottle. Uh the light doesn't pass through as well. Uh obviously in a green bottle you could shine a flashlight easily through that sucker. Um like I said, that's that's not the way to go, so be careful with that. I mean these beers, they sit on uh the, the shelves all day long. Green bottles, clear bottles, the supermarket exposed to light all day. So if they're not skunked before they get out of the uh, factory and the warehouse, they're skunked by the time you get them home. Uh, Another thing we're going to be covering right now is the oxygenation. I'm sure most of us homebrewers know by now we've all screwed up one or two batches. Don't lie to me because I know everyone has done it or knows someone that's had a similar experience. Or you've had a beer from a brewery that has done this and uh I've had beers uh from breweries where the where uh, similar things have happened um I remember opening a can of a beer from sloop that uh was canned for just a couple months and it went kaput uh oxygenation basically is uh during the brewing process and and afterwards exposing the beer to too much oxygen can cause this effect over time the beer will decline in the taste and color uh, I've experienced it with a couple of my New England IPA's that i brewed Uh, it's good for the first couple weeks it's like on par it's it's simply like a party in your mouth you love it it tastes great Uh, the pininess the the smoothness everything you're going for is great and then BAM like two weeks later a complete profile change the beer gets harsher the color changes gets like a darker dull color you can get sherry flavors cardboard bland tasting flavors uh, that can be a sign right there of the oxygenation uh, like I said I've had in uh, professional uh, beers from big breweries uh, they make the same mistake it can happen uh, bottling canning uh, filling in the bottles or the cans too much uh, splash back that that right there introduces too much oxygen into the beer into the wort, and uh, that can, hereby that can cause that effect Uh, Banana taste in the beer, something that I haven't really had much of any problems with yet, but I know uh, it's definitely out there. And uh, some people like to purposely have the banana thing going on in the beer, and there are good banana beers out there. But uh, getting this in a beer when you're not shooting for that kind of uh, taste or aroma, that that can happen when the uh, yeast is working too hard. During the fermentation, they produce uh, produce esters, and uh, there's also many other possibilities for this. Um, so you just got to be careful with that uh, sourness in a beer. I love sour beers; uh, they just seem to do it for me. Uh, but if you're not if you're not shooting for something like that, it could be a bad thing. Uh, if you're making certain beers like stouts and stuff, you usually don't want that kind of element in your beer. Sourness could be a lot of different things going on at once. Uh, usually it can be a sign of uh, an infection in the beer. It can make the beer just taste totally like shit. Sometimes, though, if you're lucky, it you can make the beer come out great. It works in, in your favor and it ends up being one of the best beers you ever made. But uh, that's usually rare and that's far in between. And a lot of times it usually screws everything up. Now, sourness can be—it's caused by bacteria and wild yeast. I know when you're making ciders, which I don't make very often. I've only used one cider kit. I've never made it from scratch, and that was a cider kit from uh, Best Brewers' Best uh, Cider kit, kit. I believe it's called Cider House. That was a really good kit, but it's not actual cider from scratch. You're using a, a very thick syrup and cutting it. Um, now. Apple cider itself is a whole nother game. Um, There's different ways to to go about it. You get your juice, you add the juice, fresh cider juice, now you gotta sanitize it. You could go ahead and boil this, but by boiling it, what happens is that you're taking away some of the taste of the juice and you're giving the uh, cider, the finished product, a very hazy look now this could be a good thing you know because uh, New England IPAs are in what the hell why not have a a hazy looking apple cider but like I said they from what I've read and researched that uh, you get that hazy look afterwards so and the taste diminishes so you got to pick and choose but at least you'll know that you boiled the hell out of it and now you're not getting any bugs or anything that's going to screw the uh, cider up unless you have poorly sanitized your equipment another way to go about it is using uh ultra <laughs> uv lights and uh uv lights i'm not set up for that but that's another way to go about it that would probably be the easiest way if you had that equipment then you could use the camden packets which basically you mash up and you put it into the cider and this is uh sulfites that kill any wild yeast uh from what i've heard this usually works most of the time and this is the preferred method so there's many different ways to go about it with ciders. So that's all I have to say on this topic. This has been a Hopmaster beer review and homebrewing podcast. This is the Hopmaster saying keep on hopping. You can follow us on just about any social media, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and we have a website. So check us out and subscribe to the podcast. Music for this podcast was brought to you from Exhilarate, Kevin McLeod, Impotech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License, HTTP, slash, slash, creativecommons.org, slash, licenses, slash, by, slash, 3.0, slash.